and welcome to Dreadful Game Writing, hosted by Dream and Red, the true gamers in this dark age. This podcast is where you, the listener, listen to us ramble about how game stories are extremely important, not only to themselves, but to games as a whole. We'll be talking about the good, the bad, and the extremely weird with the plots of all kinds of video games. These topics will change daily between our shows. From the classic Halo Combat Evolved to the legendary Borderlands 2 and even Minecraft. Games that have become so enshrined with our culture as a whole. Hello, I'm I'm Dream. Yeah. Yes, Dream. So, we're talking about Halo today, aren't we? Yes, today we will be talking about the classic video game Halo Combat Evolved. The one that I only played like a month ago. Extremely recently. Yep. Um, Unlike Red, I haven't ever had an Xbox or anything similar to that, so I've never experienced Halo or any of the titles before this. So it's it's an interesting experience seeing it through a new lens versus Red's lens, I believe. Uh, Yes, it's also great... um, Great. Um, a point I want to make is that we played this game co-op style, so that means we've missed a lot of plot details because they want subtitles in the main game. Um, I bring that up because it's important that we're like looking at this game story as how the game is telling us, and not stuff like, oh man, I gotta read the Halo book series first. I gotta, I gotta read Combat Harvest or any of the other forerunner book series no we're just going we're looking at the game itself and maybe other games such as halo 2 or 3 in the future indeed uh we currently finished halo 2 and we're currently going to be playing halo 3 as soon as possible so as soon as the internet works of course playing halo on the master chief super duper omega collection on the pc is horrible, extremely horrible. Yeah, it could definitely be better. It's not been a great first experience, at least with that. Um, though, as much as I want to complain about um, playing Halo 1 on the PC, we're talking about the story dream. Please keep it together. Wow. It's important. It's important for our story on how we played it. Though. Our story. Yes. Now, Halo 1 begins as the Pill of Autumn is escaping the battle's reach. They exit slipspace and discover Halo, a ring world of mysterious origins. Now, the Covenant, the um, wacky space-faring Covenant, is, you know, not liking that the human heretics have entered the Holy Ring. And they do what all good um, alien organizations do, is they try to kill the dirty humans. Um, under attack, Captain Keys, the Princess Peach of the Halo series, wakes up the one, the only, Petty Officer, Master Chief. And that's where we step in to the main story and me being like, so what's the Covenant's goals? Oh, because yes. of course that's what I asked the first time playing this and uh, well you go 
And it's religion. Uh, well, did we know else? that back then? No, we didn't. It, they're just evil. They're just they're evil in the first evil. game. <laughs> so they're evil, they're angry, and they hate us. They, they're evil, they want to, you know, use Halo as, uh, as something we haven't learned yet. They're just looking for something. So us, as two similar Master Chiefs, exit our little space pod. We run towards the captain. And Captain Keys, that magnificent bastard, hands us a pistol that has no ammo in it. It, it was a fantastic start, you know? And a fantastic cutscene. Oh my, it looked great. Um, from that, we begin our descent into fighting through the Pillar of Autumn to find the escape pods. In that, we meet the one, the only, Cortana. Not not the Microsoft Cortana. I mean, technically, Cortana. the Microsoft Cortana is based off this Cortana, so, you know, eventually we, someone might develop this Windows Cortana into Cortana Cortana. Well, we'll have to wait a long time and a bunch of genetically flash-cloned babies. Wow. Uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah um, uh, laws. Halo lore is extremely weird, and we're not going to go into it besides the story. Now, after finding the escape pods and rescuing a lot of Marines that immediately die as we crash into Halo, uh, Master Chief finds himself on the Halo. And uh, starts to uh, drive around, saving more Marines, and just, you know, being a generally good person. Yeah, for me it felt like, oh, going from one place to another place without really any reason except we gotta be a good guy, we gotta save people. It was, it was okay. Yeah, I would say that Halo 1's opening, while pretty swagalicious, like, oh my god, what's this Halo thing, doesn't really give anything. I, I, I would say that there's really no character development or reason why anything's happening besides aliens are bad guys, the Pill of Autumn's on the run, you play as Master Chief, the most badass, handsome, good-looking... <laughs> the uh, How do we know he's good-looking? He could be, like, horrible under there. Oh, I'm talking about the suit. That armor suit? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Anyone can wear that armor suit, though. Oh, I wish I could. Anyway, besides talking about my dreams at night, uh, Master Chief, um, you know, just runs around, saves some people. For no reason, basically, he's just a good guy. And they go up and they find out that Captain Keys has been kidnapped by the Covenant. Oh no. Holy and that's when I dubbed Captain Keys our Princess Peach. Cause now we just need to save him. That's all I wanted. Need, we need to save Princess Peach from the Alien Covenants. Now Master Chief goes up and basically invades the uh, Covenant ship Truth and Reculate Re Reculation. Reculation, right? That how you say it? Truth and Reculation. Don't ask me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, one of the, the most badass ship's names. And then Key's like, hey, Master Chief, my buddy, my pal, um, the Covenant called this place Halo, and uh, they think it's a weapon. And we gotta stop the Covenant from using Halo because they're gonna kill us. Now, I'm gonna run off and get kidnapped again, so you 
Sultana, you find the control room. Save us. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, once again, we really don't get any what are anything we... at all. It's like the Covenant evil in this story because they're evil. That's all we really need to know, I, I guess, at this point in the series, but it's also looking at it from a perspective in the future, you can see how much of a downgrade this honestly is from how it could be, you know? It's definitely, like, they're flat, and it's like a lot of the characters in this are flat. I mean, we call Captain Keys Princess Peach, and it's because he's just a generic captain, really, that keeps getting kidnapped. And there's nothing much to him, honestly. The, the most interesting character probably right now is Cortana, and that's just because he kind of quips at us at times. Cortana is extremely sassy to the to kind of abusive at times. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't call it abusive! Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, that Cortana person, she's extremely mean. I was taking a sip of diet... Sunburst Zeal Sugar, sponsored by us. Um, so then, blah, 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 we learn that, you know, we gotta save the world. So Master Chief and Cortana um, head up and find the control room, and me and Dream die. So much, because we're bad at video games. Is, is this when the flood comes in? No. Oh, like God. The next chapter. The next chapter, okay. When you talk about the flood. Um, this, 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 this part kind of blended in my mind a little, because, like, I know, like, they emerge soon. There's 11 game chapters, and you don't remember, and I mix with you? I know all of them by heart. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm, we're not professional streamers. And by streamers, I mean podcasters. We're not professional anything. We're, we're just... Not, we're, we're professional gamers, first off. Um, I'm actually a professional gay. That's good. Thank you. To me. Aww. I didn't... Yes. <laughs> trying to figure out how to talk while you keep trying to flirt with me is evil. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, in the control room, Cortana's like... Oh my god, Chief, there's something in Halo! I won't tell you what, just go go save Captain Keys again. Now, I like Halo. I, I, I very much like Halo as a game, game series. Um, I read a lot of the books, at least I used to when I was a tiny child. I played the majority of all the games. And I just like the idea... Oh no, an alien race versus humanity, an ancient alien structure. What could it mean? This mystery, this why did ancient creatures make this ring of destruction? Well, it's for the flood, but besides that, why do they have to put houses on it? Why was the why was the life on it? Why was there trees? Why wasn't it just a weapon? Why did they create a weapon into something that can harbor life? Um, which I don't think we ever find out about the games. We do find out in some books, which I won't cover. As but I this... will never properly read those books because <laughs> there's so many, and I do it not is. have that time. <laughs> no one has that time. We barely have time to play this game. Thanks, college. 
Um, we weren't even in college yet. We were doing, like, I was working, okay? Jeez. Yes. COVID. Anyway. Uh, so, there's a sense of mystery, but we really don't get anything. Sure, the plot will progress as it turns out the evil floods, the main bad guy, and blah, blah, blah. But there's no substance to it. We're just going from one place to another place for MacGuffins. And that probably works for a lot of people, for, like, shooters and everything. For a lot of people, I assume, like, the main draw of Halo might be the multiplayer, or, or just, like, shoot, shoot, that, that's it. But as someone who likes looking at stories and wanting a good story alongside the good gameplay... It's kind of a little disappointing to have it just be so... Yeah, we're going to the next place because... Reason. Reason here. Reason B. Reason that's not stated yet because mysteriousness. Cortana, please just tell us what's going on. Instead of being so mysterious. (laughs) If Cortana was just like, Chief, oh my god, there's an evil alien zombie virus, we gotta get the fuck out. But she never really does. Now, the next mission is, um, like the Flood. Master Chief goes in... Oh, well, explain uh, what the Flood is. Well, we're going in there. Master Chief goes in to a creepy, creepy Halo base, sees a bunch of dead Marines and dead Covenant, sees a crazed Marine that's shooting at him, and then finds a broken helmet puts on the helmet, and honestly watches a very good horror movie where a bunch of marines are attacked by the flood. The flood little spores jump into the chest cavities of these marines and turn them into zombies. It's horrible. It's scary. It's actually really good. I really like how it showed the intro of the flood. Like, we knew something was wrong, but we didn't know it was going to be that bad. Especially when we're watching it from a random Marine's perspective, it gives more of a sense of, oh no. I'm glad that I wasn't spoiled for the Flood, you know, I that I had no information about Halo practically. Because I did not expect it to take this turn into a kind, kind of zombie game, you know. I was like, huh, this is interesting. Oh, it's so it's not just aliens. But... It's- Zombie aliens. It's zombies and aliens. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, but there's a something that I'm disappointed with that comes up for, like, a lot of this game. So, we still have to fight the Covenant at times. A lot of times, actually. Even while fighting the Flood and everything. While the Covenant's also fighting the Flood. What I don't understand is that I'm pretty sure the Covenant at this point could also see... I Because they're generic bad guys, we can't ever work together with them. Because they're just bad guys at this point in the series. They're just nameless evil figures. And so therefore, like, instead of being smart, like, or, like, doing something with... Oh, maybe we should work together, you know, to fight the Flood, to fight the thing that's gonna probably kill us all. Both races. No, just the Covenant's just gonna keep shooting at us, you know? Come on, we're trying to focus on killing the Flood. Leave us alone. Yes, um, that is something that I agree with. Sometimes I think you should put down your laser rifle and shoot at the zombie 
instead of the piss of Marine. Um, but that's just because I think we should all be friends. Um, but yeah. So Master Chief finds this uh, wacky, wacky alien AI called 343 Guilty Spark. What now, I three... call Wheatley. Wheatley from the Portal series. Oh, we should do the Portal series. We should do the Portal series. Anyway, but point taken is I've never really learned his name actually in game. I mean, I probably oh. did. But I just called him Wheatley throughout the whole thing because that was my more familiar talking orb that betrays you. So that was my whole thing. Oh, we, we, ne we never betray Guilty Spark. I mean, Guilty Spark never betrays us. We betray him. <laughs> now, Guilty Spark's like, hey, I'm going to be somehow the best voice actor in this whole game series. He is. <laughs> the voice acting, especially in Halo 2, get worse. I don't know how you can do, how it can get anyway. The only voice actor that really tries, I feel like, is Cortana, and sometimes, only sometimes, her sass okay. comes through. Okay, when Master Chief talks, we all get wet, but he never talks, so that's the problem. Well, I, he I, talks I, sometimes in this game, but not as much as in Halo Two. But that's for another day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I could just listen to him do an mm. audiobook all day long. Oh, but, uh, you, but you can't listen to my flirting, I see what you mean. I, there's, I, a, there's a difference between flirts and Master Chief's caress. Wow. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, anywho, besides, before we get into a fight, well, I'm going to get hurt after this podcast. <laughs> um, 343 Guilty Spark, like, Master Chief, we gotta stop the flood. How are we gonna do that, you ask? We gotta get the index. So, um, uh, 343 Guilty Spark takes the Master Chief and transports him into the library, where it's just completely filled with alien flood, and here comes me and Dream shooting flood. We're dying a lot, it's... we're having a lot of fun. Did we have a lot of fun in this section? This I section, had a lot of fun. This section felt like torture to me. <laughs> it was hilarious. It's, the don't... only good thing about this section was... So, in the section, Wheatley... The library. Wheatley. Wheatley gets, gives us, like, flying robots that shoot the flood sometimes. Sketchy. We call them space puppies. That's that's my nickname for them, and that's the nickname they will be dubbed forever. So we get in here. Space puppies start shooting at the flood. We're working together, and we just can't hear what three four three guilty Spock is talking about because there's no subtitles. Now, I'll have to go in and physically look at the transcripts of this level, but I feel like this level would have. A lot more world building. Maybe 343 Guilty Spark is like, Hey, Master Chief, that armor you're wearing isn't as good as it should be. He, he mentioned that in the game, if you listen to it. Really? It. He did? Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe they should have implemented freaking subtitles for the actual game <laughs> instead of just the cutscenes. Now, what's happening is Guilty Spark is saying... Hey, Master Chief, the Reclaimer, you're not wearing good armor. Why aren't you wearing your flood fighting armor? And basically kind of being confused. Now, this sets up the mystery of humans have this interesting connection 
with Halo technology, they can use it. It works with them, and even the robot AI views Master Chief as one of the creators or the reclaimer for the whole Halo thing. But we don't get that lore. We don't get the interesting mystery because we're too busy shooting at things and we can't listen in. We hear the flood chittering in our ears constantly as they kill us dead. And therefore, how are we supposed to hear this little dialogue from Spock? (laughs) Now, I'm not saying we need to have constant cutscenes. I don't want to half hour cutscene of guilty Spock sitting down Master Chief and being like, here's my backstory. No, No, I would just say gameplay, story should work with gameplay. But in Halo, that doesn't happen. Master Chief never speaks unless it's in a cutscene, if you notice. That's, oh, I didn't even notice that. That's and it's at, and you're going to keep noticing. Oh, now you're just gonna ruin the rest of the series <laughs> for me. It's just I'm gonna be looking for it now. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like eyeing every moment, and I'm gonna be like disappointed. I know I am. And I know some some I have heard rumors of people saying that Master Chief was created to basically be a um, a faceless character for us to put ourselves in. But I find that lacking any time a story does it uh, self inserts and all that fun time especially since uh, okay do the according to the books but master chief has a big he's a character he's a person but in this halo one he's not and that is interesting in a way that we'll get into Halo 2, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Uh, you know, that actually makes a lot of sense to one of your, the complaints you brought up in Halo 2, actually, now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a genius when it comes to Halo and stories. Truly, um, you are such unless, a genius. Unless any Halo fan actually listens to this podcast <laughs> and they'll get completely upset at everything we say, they will be like, you motherfuckers. You didn't. You didn't listen to the the, the <laughs> grunts when they talked to you. <laughs> I Not shot the grunts fun. dead. I said to the grunts, <laughs> "Whenever they sleep, I'm like, oh, oh, they're sleeping." Shoot. Uh, now I love Halo, and if any of the listeners uh, love Halo as well, um, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm just completely sorry. Not only for this painful painful smack on Halo 1's story, <laughs> but also everything that's happening with Halo Infinite and Halo 5. I'm so sorry, any of are better. Now, we get to the index. Uh, Guilty Spock takes it and um, is like, okay, Master Chief, let's start Halo. So they go up into the Halo Control Center. Cortana's like, you dumbass! What are you doing? That's gonna kill us all! I love how Cortana only decided to come in here for it, though. It's like, you know, she could have, like, told us about this, like, earlier when we weren't about to do this whole thing, but she waits until the very last minute. She, she, she's a drama queen, clearly. And Master Chief, he's standing in that dumb truck. He's, like, looking up and down. He's like, I thought it was a weapon. Kill the flood, kill the zombies, 
And then Faithful Guilty Spock is like, it's to kill life. That's what Halo's for. It's to kill everything. It's because, because instead of killing the Flood, let's kill every host possible for the Flood, because that makes sense as a weapon. Well, to defeat the virus, you just have to kill everyone. Okay, so are you saying to defeat Corona, we just have to kill everyone? That doesn't that make sense. getting extremely dark, but I do agree with the sentiment to defeat COVID-19... <laughs> Instead of vaccines, instead of masks, we just need to create Halo. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, what's the worst that could happen? The flood gets released, we would have killed them. Uh, please wear masks, please get vaccinated, all that fun stuff. Please do. If you're an anti-vaxxer, we don't want you here anyway. I want to leave my house. I have been kidnapped. She, Dream won't let me out until I finish this podcast. This is a cry for help. Wow! Jeez! So mean to me. Uh, it's all part of the banter, the organic banter we have in the podcast. This is what people want. I want people to be yelling at us, being like, oh, these people hate each other. They're awful. <laughs> I, I, I want fanagos, is what I'm saying. Oh my god. Are you saying that I'm not enough? You I'm want fangirls? I want to see you fight people. I want to see you fight people. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, just like Master Chief started fighting the Covenant and the Flood. Ooh, that was a good break-in. Uh, so then, Legend. you know, Master Chief and Katana are like, okay, we don't want to die. We gotta stop Guilty Spark from killing everyone. Uh, so we should destroy, you know, Halo. Combat Evolved. So they need to go to the Pill of Autumn and arm it with a nuke. But uh-oh, Spaghettios, they need Princess Peach's face chip. So they need to rescue Keys again. So the uh, Master Chief goes in, backtracks to like three levels of the same goddamn place. Oh, and go- now the space puppies are mad at us because Spock's mad at us, and so they're shooting at us now. And it's it was a very sad moment. It was extremely sad when our space puppies decided to uh, attack us. So we go forward, um, we go in, we fight the Covenant, we fight the Flood, bim, bam, bam, shooting, shooty, pew, pew, and it turns out Princess Peach has been assimilated into the Flood and is currently being transformed into a horrible creature designed to fly the, sh- the Covenant ship he's on. You see, he was warning us and the ship to stay away from him because he, he knew what was happening. But he knew what was happening. By the time like- we got there, he was, like, unresponsive, but you could hear him breathing. And... Yes. Cortana's like, you know what? I think he would want us to shoot him. And um, can I speak? Jesus. Okay, I'm just, I'm just saying. And we, we do, we do. But you can still hear his breathing after. So it's kind of a horrifying moment, you know? It's extremely horrifying. I love everything they did with the flood. It was cutscenes. With atmosphere, the flood is the best part of Halo combat evolved, in my personal opinion. I I have to agree with that, yeah. Um, it, they add something that I think a lot of a lot of 
combat-based games don't have anymore, and that's genuine fear. Like, because it, it... Throughout Halo, the Flood is winning. They're scary. They're spooky. And... When we're traveling, like, with Marines and everything throughout different levels after the initial Flood, we can hear, like, the... The marines around us can, like, get killed by the flood and, you know, they transform and everything if we don't kill them, you know? Which is kind of horrifying in many different ways. Along with that is Master Chief has this, like, little motion detector in his helmet. And every time you with the flood, that thing's constantly going up. You you have to change your tactics to fight the flood, and that's great. Uh, So then Master Chief uh, punches Keys in the face and... Basically takes out the chip, uh, does some more backtracking, gets to the Pill of Autumn, fights Guilty Spark in a oddly placed boss battle, which I didn't think was going to be a thing, so I completely forgot about it. And then they, uh, you know, they fight, fight, and then comes in the Warthog run. But Master Chief gets on a. Um, I actually little... like the boss fight though. I'm just gonna. You like the boss fights? It was, was that the one where we had to do, like, those? We had to throw grenades in the reactor. I liked, it was different. It wasn't, like, a classic boss fight or anything. But it was, I liked it enough, actually. It was, it was different. It wasn't, like, a classic boss fight. Because Halo doesn't have classic boss fights. But. We'll get into that later. But, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I could see how that, yeah, no, that's, that's changed my mind. It was something different besides just go to this location. We actively had to do something. Yeah, it was just uh, like, you have to do something and it feels urgent enough, you know? Especially since, like, in two-player co-op, like, it felt like one person did one thing, did one task, like, distracted things and everything, while the other person did the other task, you know, and everything. It, it, it felt like... The cooperative experience, I'm just going to say, even though that's not part of the story, perhaps, but it's, it was inter- implemented really well in Halo, I believe. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But, uh, yeah, we get into the Warthog, and then Dream wants to drive, and then we just keep dying. We only died, like, twice, okay? I'm sorry. Yeah, when it was like 15 minutes. Anyway, uh, then we get to the end. We get on the ship. Master Chief escapes. He takes off his helmet, revealing another helmet. And then the game ends. Halo's destroyed. Master Chief's flying in space. And he goes home to start Halo 2. And that's really it. I suppose my main problem with Halo 1 Combat Evolved Super Special Omega Edition is... While the atmosphere is genuinely amazing, the combat is aged extremely well. The story has not aged well. I don't want to make fun of the voice actors because voice acting has never aged well. <laughs> That's a discussion for Halo too, when they <laughs> put a story in and the voice acting horrible, but the voice acting is adequate. It works enough for it to tell the story it wanted to in this game. And in this game, the story literally was just, we, we crashed into Halo. We gotta, we gotta use Halo. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs, we gotta destroy Halo. Let's get out. 
would you do anything to change it? Would you add anything? Would you change anything up in a dream? It's hard to say because I also know what's coming for Halo 2. So it's like... Um... If anything, the main part would be letting us hear the story about the text from Spark and everything. And also maybe put more dialogue like that in, you know? More interesting dialogues while gameplay is happening with subtitles, you know? I think that would be the main change that I'd make. What I would have is I would have Master Chief be much more of a character. He'll still be a machine type of entity that lacks true human emotions, but at times he will do everything to help people. That's kind of, when you see in the cutscenes, Master Chief is extremely nice to the Marines he gets into contact with. You know, it could have been like, so the opening missions relating to that are very bland, I feel like, before we get to, like... The Flood. The, yeah, before we get to the Flood. So, like, maybe, like, we were instructed to, like, go straight somewhere. But then we see these people in help, and we ch- can choose to help them with something, you know? Because, like, that's what Master Chief says he wants to do, you know? And Yeah. And then maybe we get reprimanded for it a little, but, you know, that's just... The character, you know, expanding a little on that, you know? Especially since Master Chief is also the sort of beacon of hope to humanity. He's the last Spartan, unless you know the extended lore. So he's like basically a ray of hope. Every time when we go rescue someone, they're like, oh my god, it's the Master Chief. Can I have your autograph and stuff? I just, if we focused more on the Master Chief as a symbol for helping people that's doomed to die. No one really makes it off Halo except for Sergeant Johnson. And that was just retconned because he was actually a character in this game. We didn't even talk about Sergeant Johnson. Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about... I mean, he was kind of a character, but he wasn't that big of a character as he is in, like, the second game, which we'd get to later. Yeah. Uh, There needed to be more banter with Sergeant Johnson. There needed to be a main character. Master Chief wasn't a main character. I also wish that at the beginning, the whole fleet of people didn't die as soon as we crash-landed on a Halo. Maybe Sergeant could have been on there too, you know, and joined us for a little bit or something. Another thing I would add is I know one of the themes of Halo, what they wanted to do was they wanted to make this alien race extremely, like, alien. We don't know what they're doing. We don't know what we're fighting against. They're winning. I would have added, I I forget his real name, but the Arbiter in Halo 1. Now, I'm not going to get into Halo 2's story that much, but the Arbiter was the, basically the Admiral in charge of the Halo installation. We're fighting the Arbiter's men in Halo 1. We're killing his people. I, I wasn't, I don't want to say add him as a playable character where he kills a bunch of Marines. It would have been cool maybe, in this special edition to maybe add like a cutscene or two regarding maybe, that. Or maybe, a like, cut- a secret cutscene or something. 
maybe just genuinely cut scenes of him looking around, being like, okay, what are humans doing here? We need to protect Halo. What do you mean the floods escaped? What Kill do you the mean? The, what is that demon doing? <laughs> demon. But instead, we just kind of get a shallow plot that goes nowhere, but there's something there. We're talking about adding stuff, not taking away anything from Halo. No, I don't feel like anything in particular should be taken away. I feel like all the moments that were in Halo are needed. I just feel like there could have been more. Yeah. It's not like bad writing as in like atrocious. It's like, why did this even exist? It's more like, I felt like it could have been more. It, It leads a sense of this is the game series that everyone loves. Yeah, to say the least, I wasn't that impressed with Halo's story for this first game. It was okay. I enjoyed it, but it definitely wasn't, like... It was a hit or miss, I guess, you know? It was, like, it it hit the points that it needed to, but it didn't, like, strike me in a way that many stories do. Now, one thing as a big Halo fan, one of the most depressing things about going back to Halo 1, especially playing the Dream, is her not actively loving Master Chief. <laughs> uh, like, not, like, just basically say, I love his character, because he wasn't a character. He's not a character in this. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I can't love something that's not there. Um, because I... <sighs> But I will have to say I kept everything as secret as I could about the Flood, and that worked well. (laughs) The Flood was fantastic in this game. And Halo 2, when we get to Halo 2 on the next episode... Are we doing the next episode? Are we going to do Halo 2 next one, or are we going to... We may want to, because how long has this podcast been going? Oh, no, no, I meant... Yeah, we'll do it next episode. We're doing, yeah, you see, we're very good at podcasting, <laughs> too, by the way. Maybe we'll change it up. I, I don't know. I'm Help me, please. <laughs> I want to get out. Wow, are you saying you don't enjoy <laughs> gaming with me and oh, talking about We're not games. even gaming. You won't play Halo 3 with me. You, you'd rather us do this podcast. Uh, but I'm having a discussion. We're having a discussion, you know? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm sorry for moving the point across because you, you got to talk about this. Um, what Halo 2 improves everything from Halo 1, which is what we'll talk about later. Ooh. And then perhaps we'll see how Halo 3 either wastes or ascends from what Halo 2 did. Uh, now, do we have any last moments, big talks about Halo 1. Princess Peach is Captain Keys, Space Puppies, and Ripley. That, that's all I can say. That's okay. my, my main takeaway. Uh, thank you very much, listeners, to listening to Dreadful Game Writing. Uh, I have just been told that I'm going to have to keep doing this. I thought it was a one-time thing. <laughs> God help me, please. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. See you.